Fringe Festival Special. So it is the refreshing podcast, and I'm in a small hut, which is why it probably sounds a little bit echoey. But across me is the lovely Shane Daniel Byrne. Welcome to the refreshing podcast, my friend. Thank you. I've been looking at people in this hut and wondering what they're doing, so I'm so happy to be one of the hut people now. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Maybe you should do a gig in the hut. There should be. There should be little intimate gigs in the hut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that'd I be nice. So. Yeah. Shane, thank you so much for being a part of the Refreshing Podcast. Your show is But He's Gay. I'm going to get the plug straight in there. Nice. Ends 28th of August, 5.40 at the Gilded Balloon. There's an extra show, Saturday mm. at 11. Just kind of touching on that, the run for this year has been going brilliantly well. I hate to say, oh, you're surprised by that, but is that quite like... No, I absolutely <laughs> am. I came over here with the plan of like, I'm from Ireland or whatever, and I'm like, I'm coming here, I'm going to do this show and survive. That was my only plan. But I've sold out most days, two extra shows, one review, that's all I got, one, but it was a good one. So I'm absolutely chuffed. Like, I planned for the worst, because yeah. I think that's probably a good approach for your mental health. Um, but actually, yeah, it's been brilliant. It's just been brilliant and so much. I thought it was going to be like much more of a slog but I've really enjoyed it even though it is tiring and relentless but I have enjoyed it I know you've been sold out five days in a row but I was going to say do you want to give a quick summary and this will hopefully help the sponsor because you've been doing is it re-raw beer is, is yeah. that how you say it forgive me if I've said that totally re-raw, wrong re-raw it just kind of means fun and crack and good times but this is an official like Irish beer they're a little kind of a microbrewery they're from uh, County Wicklow which is the Garden of Ireland they support loads of comedy in in a real proper way you know the way sometimes they say like we're sporting comedy but actually they want a million stuff Reroll let you do whatever you want and they're like well just help we just want to help well do you want to use uh, you know obviously you know I've dived into your Instagram but do you want to sum up the last maybe three and a half weeks in that Reroll sort of yeah so in the first week I was absolutely terrified and the first few shows uh, they were like not great like <laughs> you have like three or four previews at the beginning and I was so I built this up so much like I've been planning for this I did the competition here called So You Think You're Funny yep. in 2019 and I came second in that yeah and ever since then I've been like okay that is the big thing that I had to do is go to the Edinburgh Fringe and do the whole run and whatever so I've been building it up for like four years a pandemic in the middle um, so getting here then the first few days so scary and then you kind of ease in once you have one good show or one busy show a full show like full house whatever that helps and you just kind of settle into it and then it's just been kind of like almost whirlwindy I can't believe this is the end I still feel a bit like I just got here even though I also every day I'm like oh my god what numbers this is sh- uh, some comedians take a break I did not because I didn't read the email in time but I have no breaks don't tell <laughs> the agent well he's gone missing anyway hasn't he but there's this story. thing about it as well I'm going all the way through I'm doing Monday 28th as well most people are finished on Saturday or Sunday this week yeah. and I thought that I was kind of strong armed into that it was like you don't have a choice and I was like okay and all the other comedians I've met here are like oh the Monday bruv oh no oh rubbish I'm like I didn't realise it was such a thing but I, I don't care let's do it one more one more going back to that win in 2019 so do you think you're funny is heritage here from going back to I think 1988 it's yeah. going back to the late 80s various people have either kind of emceed it or won it or been nominated from the likes of Dylan Moran Joe Brand Graham Norton Johnny Vegas there's just anyone who's anyone has yeah. been in that it's amazing to be in the company of someone who's come second to that and I genuinely mean that because it has that that heritage that's obviously a Gilded Balloon thing where your show is on do you think that kind of gives you that extra bit of warmth to go do you know what actually what I believe I can do other people now have seen that and know they can do it that's exactly what it did for me I, was, I wasn't I was doing comedy very much like I was doing very little comedy in 2019 and then I'd done it a few times and then I did that competition coming second was amazing but the night itself is a bit overwhelming because it's like build that up and it's like then it's over and there's a big party that happens Yeah. but there's hundreds of people come to the party so you just kind of get lost in it then the day I won the heat I was like I was over here and it's on my own and I was like I didn't bring anyone with me because I was like just want to focus on the thing that was 
a, such a pat on the back. You're yeah. like, okay, yeah, no, you were good. All these people thought you were good. So you're like, okay, this must be real. Like, I must be able to do this. Don't mind being good at it. You must be like able to get up and do. It's only seven minutes you have to do, which seems mad to me now how I would make a seven minute. I couldn't do that now. Is it the longest seven minutes of your life though? The hour before, I couldn't watch the final. I didn't watch any of my competitors. I didn't get to know them. I didn't get to, <laughs> I, like, I just was so sick. I was like, I couldn't do it. And I was up where I'm doing my extra show now is in the same, I do it in different venues to I'm in now. And that's beside where I used to hang around. And I was just, just walk back and forth waiting for them all to finish because I couldn't watch them. So it's the gig itself was just felt like a normal gig, but actually waiting around and the whole thing. And then they go off for like an hour and a half to deliberate or whatever. Was, is that how, like, that must just be like. It's an undefined amount of time. Yeah. They're like, and whoever, Zoe Lyons was the MC that day. She was like, just goes and just vamps for like whatever, however long it takes. Like <laughs> It should be judged in seven minutes. <laughs> that should be the, Wouldn't that, that should be, be great rule? to put it out of your misery? We can all just have a drink and relax. Like, oh my God. So that takes me into the fact that you said you haven't been doing comedy that long. So on the actual biog for your show this year, it says, exciting talent of contemporary performance art in Dublin, but you messed it up. I need to say, what happened? Well, I didn't mess it up. I just wasn't very good at it. Like I was working in, you know, when I was in the youth theatre and then I was in a theatre company and then I, we did that for 10 years. The company itself was successful. There was successful, talented people in it. I was, I was not probably the least talented there. I just was never, what I enjoyed more when I worked in theatre, I enjoyed the boring stuff. I enjoyed the post-show discussions, yeah. which are so boring, <laughs> but I enjoyed them because you could be yourself and have a bit of mess and joke. And I enjoyed making the audience laugh or being a different person to who they saw, a character they saw you play. I enjoyed just being myself. And then I was like, do you know what? That actually I think is comedy. I think that's what you prefer. Yeah. Um, so then I was like, okay, we'll try. And I just, I really haven't looked back since. So what's behind the show, But He's Gay, and also the title as well. Obviously, I know clearly what's behind it, but if that makes sense, yeah. like three, four years in the making then, you know? Kind of, yeah. I mean, just, you have to remember there's a big gap. So like, I'm actually really only doing comedy since COVID stopped. I mean, that's, I, I mean, really. Wow. But what I did well on the internet during that time. I was one of those people who's making sketches. So when the gigs came back, I was getting these bigger gigs that you just have to meet the expectation of these giant yep. gigs. You just have to go with this. That was a real helpful before that though oh the but he's gay so there's this video years ago there was this video one of those old like pre-youtube i think a video online where the woman says talking about someone's achievement she's like a local man has climbed mount everest but he's gay oh sorry he's gay i mean that, he's, i was gonna yes, yeah i've yeah. absolutely seen it yeah and then yeah. it was like but he's gay but he's blind he's blind yeah. yeah and i just this what a weird mix-up to come out anyway i just thought that was really funny so i put that in it but also then i, I think gays and queers in general are like survivors I, so i think it's like all the things you achieve and do in your whole life it's like you did all that but you're gay it's like pretty sometimes i still think it's still impressive to have made it and be do anything at all when at one point it was the worst thing in your whole life was being gay and you hated it and it was a secret so I think like for the joy of it I do emotions in my show but the emotions are joy I think that's yeah. it yeah, yeah yeah I think I don't mind those serious shows as well comedy shows with a serious twist but mine is just uh, for fun Shane who are your influences then if you were to sort of like say you could pick on one or two people either going back to maybe people you were competing with in that 2019 final or anyone who you've grown up watching who do you kind of lean on and go do you know what they are at the top of the game well do you know who is? he's not a com he's not a stand up anymore but you said Graham Norton there I remember yeah. watching Graham Norton's stand up I'd love him to do stand-up again. I would love to go to it now with my grown-up eye and a, and a comedian's experience now. I'd love to watch Graham Norton again. But there's so many Irish ones. That's the thing. There's so many Irish ones come through that this, like, we don't have massive success in sport and stuff, but we really I've seen you on your bike run now. I've seen you on your bike. I do. Okay, yes. Yeah, I do a bit of bike. Um, some swimming. Uh, yes, yes. We don't have that, but I think we have these massive comedy stars. Like, two of the biggest acts here are in Edinburgh, Jason Byrne and Foil Arms and Hog. They sell thousands and thousands of tickets 
tickets every year. They're on the same agency as me. They're both from Dublin or whatever. They're do you have Dublin. to have the same surname to do that? I was, there's a burn lot of is important. Yeah, there's another. Who's the other burn? There's who? Yeah, you know who's burn? Andrew Hosier. Hosier has a burn as well. Yeah, there was yeah. another guy. I'll there's a Northern the Irish comedian called Robbie McShane. Robbie McShane. That's okay. Yes. Not a burn. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but they are around. Ed Burn. Ed, Ed Burn. Burn. That's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So there's a few burns around. I don't know. We must be all family. Mr. Something. Burns. They're all in. Yeah. Also from Wicklow, the same as uh, Rob Beer, the Burn Clan. That's where that comes from. Just loads to look up to. I mean, just loads. Like when I did So You Think You're Funny, my mother came back. I came second, and she came back with a list of every single person who ever came second or whatever. Um, <laughs> so like, I think Jason Byrne did come second in that. But I think yeah, the likes of like Tommy Tiernan or whatever. And then I loved the ones I watched is when I was a kid. I think those are always impactful. So Deirdre O'Kane, another Irish one that I really love as well, and she's still so funny and still just does the gigs in the clubs to work yeah. up her material instead of doing just giant shows or whatever so I think that's something really cool about that but you know who I've loved here I've loved the clowns over here like not like full face paint the clownier acts I've really enjoyed yeah. so I like Spencer Jones I like Josh Glantz I really thought that he's funny and then closer I suppose the likes of like Alison Spittle like doing so well at the moment and comes here now she's a staple of the fringe is this the one who when he did the Late and Live is that she the was, one yeah, she, yes Alison was hosting Late and Live and I did Late and Live so she's going quite a long time she started very young but she's someone I would look up to and would be very uh, I am very admirable of Alison and what she does and yeah. how she does it. like her comedy is so funny but also talks about real stuff and interesting yeah. things and like trauma things she wouldn't go on about the trauma she just fills them in it's with a, a deftness <laughs> and a lightness of touch so I love Alison for that yeah then you look at Joanne McNally Joanne McNally is one of the biggest comics in the world right now um, and she was gigging like me not so long ago so that's always something you look at and go that's pretty cool yeah that she has all that Emma Doran is kind of the new big star in, in Ireland at the moment so she's the one big massive tour last year and yeah. she's doing three nights in an iconic venue in Dublin called Vicar Street uh, which is a big big comedy venue everybody's played there so Emma's kind of the big star but she's just more my pal than my hero <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's how they all start off though. Yeah. yeah that's amazing well back to you Shen before we go so there's plans to take this to the Fringe the Dublin Fringe Fest which starts 9th of September runs through till 24th so kind of a little bit of a break to catch your breath and then mm. you go again in Dublin cannot believe this but I'm going home on the Wednesday on the Tuesday and then I'm going to a music festival on the Friday I cannot believe it it's called Electric Picnic in you're going to combust by the I, time I cannot I'm like I don't even know what's going to come out of my mouth doing that gig or whatever 20 minutes I was like right whatever but yeah Dublin Fringe then starts off and it's a real pleasure because mine are sold so it's sold out at the moment so Amazing. there might be some well extra done, tickets for that um, but I don't know what I'm going to do in Dublin because when you come here you have to kind of adjust everything to, for a more international audience and then I'm like so I'm kind of telling the story of myself and also the story of Ireland in the show how Ireland changed over the time and how I grew up gay and Ireland grew up alongside me and going back to Dublin I'm like what am I supposed to tell them I was like I'll have to change it again and I'm like I don't even know what I used to say anymore I just think of tell, talking to people who are from the UK or America or Australia whoever else or whatever people come from all over the world here like there's Venezuelan people at my show the other night I was like well, why did you come here what, do you, what, am I, what am I doing to offer the uh, Venezuelans but whatever yeah it's cool just in terms of your show but he's gay then Shane just give us a very very rough overview of, of what's inside that 60 the, I minutes. mean the rough thing is I mean it's not I don't have one of these big narrative shows that's a giant story or whatever about a particular event but I think it's just talking about my experience of growing up as a gay person and a queer person but at the same time though it's an interesting where at the time I grew up in 
lots of social change happened at the same time and so we went from I was illegal when I was born you couldn't be gay in Ireland it was still illegal when I was born and then all the way up then in my mid-twenties Ireland voted for marriage equality so you're in this my lifespan matches up with this weird period where everything changed rapidly in Ireland and the church disappeared and suddenly people were in control of their own affairs instead of the church so all those things are in it and that may sound heavy but I promise you it's good crack (laughs) heavy but funny yeah well mate it's been a pleasure to chat Um, destined to be a house household name and I really hope you are um, you Shane Daniel much. Byrne forget all the other Burns. there's a couple of <laughs> yeah. days go and see you Shane thank you so much for your time thank you Summer Refreshed